How many are excited? Yeehaw! Okay. Glory. Well, we've been in a series on peace. The peace of God. The peace that passes all of our understanding. Amen? Perfect peace. I, I said the other day, I quoted a statement out of uh, Francis Frangipan's book, The Three Battlegrounds, that says, peace is the proof of your victory. And one of the foundation scriptures we've been using in John 14, um, and starting with verse 25, these things I've spoken to you while being present with you, but the helper of the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all things that I said to you. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you, not as the world gives. The perfect peace we're talking about, that we've been talking about the last few Wednesdays, is not like the world gives. It's not conditional peace. It's nothing missing, nothing not working, is what the peace of God produces in us it's already if you're born again the peace of God is already there even if you're not born again the chastisement of every human being's peace was on Jesus the fight and the battle for the peace of humanity was on him whether people have received it or not but the moment you get born again it is there and it's and it's available to you on a day-to-day basis to work on your behalf, the peace of God, the perfect peace. Nothing missing, nothing not working. Amen? The peace of God that passes our understanding. But he said, and I, and I, I just remind you again, he said, peace I leave with you, my peace, that peace that's been tested and tried, I give to you. So when you have situations that are not peaceful, Situations that happen that are not peaceful. He's given you a peace that goes beyond what your mind or your emotions can, can try to convince you of. It goes beyond that to a place and a landing place and a resting place that will empower you in moments when you need it. That's why we have to learn to be people that are not moved by what we see and we don't quit because it gets tough. Those that don't quit, they reap. It, it, it's, it, and it's a, it's a lifelong revelation that we have to, that humanity has to get a hold of. If we don't quit, we reap. And we cannot quit and give up just because things are tough. Just because maybe seasons you walk through and things seem to be mundane and and just you know I just I want something new new is already in you new is already on the inside of you the potential for new opportunities already on the inside of you the potential to live a victorious life already on the inside of you amen it's already in us and we have to experience it so I'm going to give you something tonight that I think you're going to walk out of here with thinking, never thought of that. I'm going to give you something I want you to think about tonight that is going to really challenge you. How many want to be challenged? Cool. So, 
before I give you that, uh, that verse that I just kind of halfway quoted, Philippians 4 and verse 6, Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving let your requests be made known to God. And what happens? That perfect peace, nothing missing, nothing not working, that perfect peace of God, the peace of God, that perfect peace which passes all understanding will guard your hearts and your minds through Christ Jesus. It will guard you. It will protect you. But notice notice the prerequisite. You have to, with your mouth... Let your requests be made known to God, not to people, necessarily. First and foremost, to God. You have to let your requests be made known unto God. You have to let your issues or even problems be known to God. Not to everybody else, not to the devil and everybody, you know, anybody coming along, anybody that will give you an ear. You have to let your requests be made known to God. Because God has to have this connection and this oneness with you so that He can reveal to you that peace that's there. God's not going to give you something He's already given you. Right? Jesus already gave you His peace. You and I already have it. So He's not going to give you something in a moment or in a situation that you're facing some difficulty, He's not going to give you peace right then. You have to draw from it. You've got to draw from the peace that's already there. He's already given. My peace that's been tested and tried, I leave it with you. It's yours for the taking. And if we quit and give up from situation to situation, then we don't have a testimony of how great God is. The Bible says we live from faith to faith, from glory to glory. And I, you've heard me explain it this way. We live from one faith experience to the next. So that at the end of the faith experience, the end of one thing starts another thing, but at the end of that faith experience, you've got something to tell people about how great God is. You have some, something to tell someone else about the peace that you got when it seemed like there was no way to have peace. And see, this is what our lives were created to demonstrate to other people. So, with that in mind, let's look at this key verse tonight in 1 John chapter 4. 1 John chapter 4. And verse 7. Beloved, let us love one another, for love is of God, and everyone who loves is born of God and knows God, he who does not, he, where am I? That's not the verse I wanted. I wanted verse 17. Excuse me. That's a great verse. But I, I, I looked at 7 and it's actually 17. Verse 17. For love has been perfected among us in this, 
that we may have boldness in the day of judgment because as he is, so am I in this world. As he is, so am I in this world. As he is, so am I in this world. So, what we're going to just look at for the next few minutes is, how is he? Because as he is, so am I. Is he broke? No. No, he is more than enough. He is the God, he is Jehovah Jireh, the God of more than enough, my provider. More than enough. That's who he is. As he is, so am I. It's already been provided for. He is the prince of peace. As he is, so am I in the world. As he is, that's the way I am. Why? Why? Why is that so important? Because because it's not any good in the earth for us to just be as other people are. It's not any good for us to just, to just meet the status quo. See, he is something in the earth because of what he produced, the choices that he made when he chose to endure the cross and despise all the shame and everything. He chose something to produce something. And as he is, he created me to be in the earth and you to be in the earth. For you and I to be in the earth as he is. Amen? So John chapter 14, let's look at this verse. Big John. That was little John. Little John and big John. Watch this. John 14 and verse 6. Actually, look at verse 1. John 14 and 1. Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you to myself. That where I am, there you may be also. Now, He's not talking on this side of the cross. He's talking on that side. And he was talking about the preparations he was fixing to make for you and I. Verse 4. And where I go, you know, and the way you know. Thomas said to him, Lord, we do not know where you are going, and how can we know the way? Watch verse 6. Jesus said to him, and remember what we just read, As he is, so am I in the earth. Okay? Now, before I read this, just to settle anybody's mind, okay? And, and, and this has, you have to get to a place where you're confident in this so you don't have to second guess what I'm fixing to say. You and I aren't and never will be the deity of God. Ever. He is, and we're not that. Right? 
But he said, who he is, I am in this earth. What does that mean? Power of attorney. I am heaven's representation in the earth. You are heaven's representation in the earth. So watch what, watch what Jesus tells doubting Thomas. I am the way, I am the truth, and I am the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. As he is, so am I. What did he say he was? He said, I'm the way, I'm the truth, and I'm the life. Right? Nobody comes to the Father unless I do something. Remember, remember, we're not talking about the deity of God, okay? We're talking about what we're created to be in the earth, okay? We'll go back to my little story Sunday of my little byway episode in Dallas. Just minding my own business, taking care of my sister, you know, helping my mom, doing a good deed, Obeying the word, you know, being a good son, good brother, right? And no less than 30 different people in ministry in in almost four days. And as a result of it, okay, as a result of the ministry, and get this, let me back up and say this, there is no ministry if I'm not this. If I don't become, because of who's in me and whose I am, if I don't become the way for those people, if I don't become the truth that they need to hear, if I don't become the light and the life that humanity needs to see, then what ministry is there? I promise you they don't need my unrenewed mind because most of them have had all that. That's right. They've had all that. See? As he is, so am I. As he is, so am I. He's the Prince of Peace. The peace that passes my understanding is available to me. And if every day of my life, being born again, being as he is in the earth, having that potential and I choose to live disrupted and in fear and in turmoil and stirred up every day, all day long, what's happening? I'm born again, but I'm not embracing the revelation of that the way He is is the way I am and the way I'm to conduct my life in the earth, just like He would. Listen, if that was easy, man... I mean, everybody do it. Everybody would do it. It's not easy. It's not easy to go beyond your understanding. You know that something, you're faced with something. You know something is staring at you eyeball to eyeball. You know it may be a financial situation or a physical or mental, emotional, maybe a relationship, relationship situation that you're struggling with. 
and your mind screaming at you and telling you something that is contrary to the Word. And if you don't choose on a day-to-day basis to practice the peace of God, then you'll, be, you'll remain disrupted and you'll remain in fear and you'll remain as a person that is no good for anybody else. Because people that are in fear don't think about other people. I know. Different seasons in my own life when I was, I've been in fear over specific things. I am not focusing on the good of people around me. Trying to maintain, trying to hold on, trying to this, trying, you know, working, 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 and making sure I can do it. It's all about me. It's all, all the focus is inward, and I'm not looking outward. That's where we miss all the highway and the byway opportunities that God brings in our life on a day-to-day basis. We're living in a time, man. I mean, you know, this, this is pretty graphic and pretty whatever, but it's out there. I mean, I mean if you watch any news, you've seen it. How many saw the 21 Christian heads that were separated from their bodies. Anybody know what I'm talking about? I mean, it's all over the news. Those were Christian people. Those were born-again Christians with their heads severed. I mean, I mean, uh, 21 of them. I mean, that's pretty gruesome. You know? I mean, it's pretty rough. It's pretty whatever. So, so you know, a lot of emotion goes into things that are, that are bad, that are happening, but God needs us to remain in Him. God needs us to remain like Him. As He is, so am I. What would Jesus do in the flesh in a situation like this? we got to know. We don't just have to suppose, well, I think He'd do that. No, 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 it ain't about thinking nothing. I mean, you can think and meditate on one thing, and it leaves you over the side of a cliff. We can't think and meditate on anything but what God is thinking and saying to us. And and too many times we struggle. No, no, no. Too many times because we struggle to know how to hear His voice, we want to bail from situations and just give in to the flesh and give in to our emotions and, and give in to how things appear to be instead of being like Him in the earth. We, we, wanna, we, don't, we don't have to do that. I'll just tell you this. When you go through seasons where it seems like things are getting more difficult for you, you're in the right place. You're in the right place. See, many times, in that perfect peace, he's teaching us how to do warfare in regards to situations that we face. Ephesians 6 and verse 10 says, the weapons of our warfare, no it doesn't, that's not what it says. Hold on. It says, finally brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of the Lord's might. I thought I used to could quote the whole thing. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles or the tricks or the schemes of the devil. But we do not wrestle against flesh and blood. 
but against principalities, against powers, against rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in heavenly places. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day. What's the evil day? Whatever day. And having done all to stand, stand therefore, having girded your loins with what? The truth. What did Jesus say? I'm the way, I'm the truth, I'm the life. I am the light of the, of the gospel. I'm it, he said. I'm telling you that you and I are now it in the earth. We're his hands and his feet and his mouth and his, his persona now is seen through the church, not through the clouds or anything else. It's through you and I. It's through humanity. We've got to be that for the earth. Never, like this day that you and I are living in, never has the church been under such attack but rejoice. See, attacks don't mean something bad is happening. Attacks mean that the enemy's pulling every stop out to get you to stop and quit and throw in the towel because those that quit don't reap. But those that don't quit, they reap. Say, I'm a reaper. Say it real loud. I'm a reaper. Woo! Glory to God, we're reaping. We're reaping the results of standing firm in the Word and being those people who are just like him in the earth. That's what we were created to be. And the peace of God that passes our understanding is that assurance that we need that we are that. Do not let the enemy talk you out of that. The more difficult as time goes, I mean, I mean, if you were the devil, if you were the devil, okay, and Josh over there, was walking through a situation in his life and no matter how long it took and the devil's watching him and trying to trip him up at different times and he gets victorious over this thing you know let's say he was struggling with hatred towards somebody and man I mean he, he was battling it seemed like it got worse and seemed like he got more frustrated and this kind but but then all of a sudden he overcomes that situation and it's like he's on top of it if you were the devil would you just let him be victorious would you if you're the devil and all you want is bad for people and he, he won a battle and he was victorious, would you just sit back and let him win that battle and then let him win the next one and not give him any stuff and not try to disrupt him and not try to convince him it really didn't happen or, or bring other things from different directions to try to get him to ha- and allow that hatred to rise up or bitterness or unforgiveness, whatever it was? No, you wouldn't back off and neither does the real devil. You wouldn't back off. I promise you, he won't. He's a whole lot more faithful than most Christians. He makes sure he works overtime and he never sleeps. Hmm? Ever does sleep, he's at Motel 6. They leave the light on. Hmm? He's always up. He's always awake. But you know what? So is the Holy Ghost. Hmm? And I say this, I say this over myself every day. The Holy Ghost is awake all the time, and I'm always listening. Hmm? Because he's my success. He's your success. We won't win without him. Right? And what's available is this peace to bring this assurance that you can really do the things I'm telling you tonight that you can do. 
You can do what he would do in the earth. Because as he is, so am I in the earth. That's the way he created me to be. But if I choose not to deal with things that want to disrupt me and disrupt my soul and disrupt my life, if I don't choose to deal with those things and overcome those things on a day-to-day basis, then it's going to get the best of me. And the peace that's there and the peace that's available for me, it won't work. Because that peace will not force itself up out of you and on you and, and, and so that you can live that, that quiet and peaceable and tranquil life in all godliness and dignity that the Bible says is the will of God for, for you and I. It's His will for us to live at peace. But we have to work for it in our souls. Not, not, I'm not talking about working for it in the form of, you know, so that I deserve it. No, no, no. Working for it in the form of renewing your mind. Because soul salvation is every day. Renewing of your mind is every day. Declaring how great the Word of God is in the midst of difficult situations, that's every day, 24-7, no matter what. And I'm just telling you, when you go through seasons where it seems like things are getting more difficult, rejoice. Because the more you rejoice and the more you draw from the peace and the more you overcome from situation to situation, is where you see the results, and then you're able to tell other people how awesome that God is. I'm so thankful. I mean, I've had, you know, I've been, the the 23rd of this month, I forget how many years I've been saved. How many years has it been now? This is 2015. So it'll be in 19, in, in two more years, so it's 38 years. So in two more years, it'll be 40 years that I've been born again. 40 years. I was telling a guy today, I was giving my testimony to this guy today. I shared with him something. And I said, on the 23rd of February, 1977, I was in the back room of a crack house in Las Cruces, New Mexico. On... Solano, Solano Drive, and I had, I had, between the 100% alcohol I was drinking and the drugs I had taken that night, and then separately, and then mixed them, I mean, I was afraid for my life that night, never been before, but that night, my heart was pounding. I, I was sweating down. I was in the back room. Nobody was in that room. And a girl had been talking to me about Jesus for about six or eight months before this. Man, she irritated the crud out of me. Man. She, I, every time I, I'd be at school and I'd see that girl, whew, man, I'd take off. And but she just, I don't know. She just, I mean, everywhere. That's all I could think of. And that night in that back room, because she took the time to sow the seed of the word in my life, that night, that's what I cried out for. God, get me out of this, and I'll serve you or some kind of deal like that. Just like that, sobered up. Boom. Shocked me. Shocked me. I mean, totally. And it shocked me. And that night... I was thinking about whether I really meant that or not, you know, for a little while. But that night started my walk with God. 
And for 38, almost 38 years, I am so thankful that I didn't quit. Man, I can't tell you how many opportunities I've had to quit. How many opportunities have you had to quit? I mean, the more you walk this thing, the opportunities come, they increase to quit. But all I've, all I've become is I'm a no-quitter. I don't quit anything. I don't quit. Amen? I stand and I press through to victory in everything that I face. Why? Because I have the peace of God. It's not of my own labor. It's not of my own ability. It's the peace of God. Because as He is, so am I. Amen? The more I see Him, the more I read about Him, the more I read and meditate on Jesus, and in the midst of difficult times, I see Him. I see Him. And you know where I see Him? I see Him high and lifted up. Right hand of the Father. I really see that. I see Him there. I see this thing. I'm, I'm out, when, when I'm thinking about Him, I'm meditating on Him, and I'll see that. I'll see Him at the right hand of the Father, and I'll see Him in His glory and, and His throne that He sits on or, or, or where He sits at the right hand of the Father. And He represents me. And in that representation, now I'm to be like him. Moved by nothing, judging nothing by what I see with my eyes or hear with my ears. And believe that what God put me on this planet for, I'm here to finish it. And you know what? Same thing with you. Every human being has a destiny and a plan to finish. And we're going to finish this thing. And we're going to finish it out strong getting more people saved and healed and delivered and set free than we've ever seen before. Right now is the greatest time to ever be alive in the history of the world because of the opportunities that we have. The opportunities that we have to minister life. Amen? Highways and the byways that are out there can only be victorious for us with that perfect peace. Peace is the proof of your my victory. Amen. Heavenly Father.